boy. What up, guys? What up, what up? What's up brothers? Yeah. Both bros are in the house. Here Both we go. Hey, we're here to talk pregame about the Titans Charger game, week two, big game. So let's just go ahead and get into it, guys. So, Bolt Bros, let's go. I'm Deion Henley. You watching the Bolt Bros podcast? Let's, let's do go. it. Here yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah. Here we are. Week two, guys. Week two. So, you know, uh, we got a lot of slides that we want to run through, guys, here. So we're just going to kind of jump through the slides. Obviously, throw in your comments, questions, everything like that. We will get to that uh, after the slides and such. But we always appreciate you guys tuning in to the Bolt Bros. Here we go. 100%, y'all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and we, we, we see some of you guys' thoughts here. I know Aether's here. We got a few folks filing in. So. Let's get into it. All righty, guys. So uh, let's recap a little bit of what happened last week. James, you want to talk a little about this? And then we can all kind of talk a bit about this and then uh, get into uh, Titans and everything we're going to see this week. Absolutely. Yep. You know, I mean, it. first off, it was awesome being at SoFi. All three of us yeah. were there. Even Boltsis was there, too. Boltsis. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, it was just a great being at SoFi. It was hot as balls out there. But, uh, yeah. hey, it was we were sweating. We were just sweating. <laughs> Hey, yep. I live in Arizona and it's hot. And that was hot, but it was humid. So I was just dripping all over yep. the place, man. It was yeah, crazy. we got a little bit of humidity out here, you know? So it's like, yeah, yeah. that humidity is no joke, man. I can't, yeah. I feel bad I mean, for the people in Florida, man. Not not much, uh, not as much as like Tennessee, though, too, where like, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty humid out there. I mean, I, you know, yeah. I, I lived out there for a while, you know? So, yeah. Oof, yeah. That's brutal. Well, I'll see what it is like this weekend. I heard it's supposed to be in the 70s. Supposed, supposed oh, to be pretty good weather. So beautiful. we'll see where it goes. But basically what I kind of do, a little bit of the recap of the Dolphins mm -hmm. game. I know it's already past week one and everything like that. We're past it and everything too. But hey, guys, big thing. Are we a running team? You know, we had Austin Eckler, Joshua Kelly, just kill it. 224 total yards, 40 carries, three TDs. I mean... Mm -hmm. Awesome to be able to watch, too. On top of that, our O-line looks stellar throughout the game. Yep. Outside of the last drive and everything, too. But just to give a shout-out to Rashawn Slater versus Bradley Chubb, basically just destroyed him throughout all the game. 24-pass uh, blocking snap, zero pressures allowed, no sacks. Basically continues to be a monster all around. So Let's go, Slater. Love seeing that. Amazing. You got a good O-line. You got a healthy O-line. You got a healthy run game. On top of that, guys. Mm -hmm. So and a healthy Justin Herbert. And a healthy Justin yep. Herbert, too. So percent. <laughs> good point. Good point. E even better. So love seeing that, guys. And and we will need to work have this run line or run game show up once again for this week for us. So I'm I'm excited about it and excited about this game all around. But I know going to the next slide too. Um, Andrew, you had some comments on some things that you wanted to point out a little bit from the Dolphins game too. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, one of the things I did want to talk about, you know, some things that really the NFL is changing, uh, not changing, uh, NFL is a copycat league. We all know this yeah. boys, uh, and girls, right? So, uh, but this is an example of what we are already starting to see teams copy. And this is the pre-snap motion that we saw with Tyreek Hill. 
And in this case right here, you see Tyreek Hill moving. By the way, he 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 was all over the field, all over 100%. the hundred percent. Yeah. And like he would move to the top, move to the bottom, he'd move to the side, he'd line up as a running back, then go out. But what why they're doing this is because we jammed him at the line last year. They took that away from us completely. Like, I mean, look yep. look at where he's lined up. There's no way JC Jackson could jam him. There's no way. Yep. Right. So he's a free release at that point, right? Now, here you pretty much have you know safety high. JC Jackson with safety high, but they could move Tyreek to the other side and then JC would have to run to the side. I think we played man 80% of the time last game, 80% of the time. Yeah. Clearly that did not work. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Not. <laughs> um, so it's something to think about moving forward, but I just want to say bottom line, this is a big part of, you know, you're going to see a lot of pre-snap motion in the league and actually Kellen Moore does it quite a bit. The other one is this right here. We need to clean this up. This is a really bad example of just not covering people properly, not in quarters or zones. They don't know where they're supposed to be. Derwin comes down. Davis is going there on the same guy. You know, two guys free release on, on the left side. Luckily, two is looking to the right, but holy smokes, those guys were wide open right there. So some, something to look for today. Um, again, we all know that the Titans are more of a running team. We're going to yep. talk more about that, but you know, it's important guys. Like you, we were clearly not in the right position uh, in, in a lot of places. And, and yeah. the thing about it is, is we just hope that we clean this up, you know, and, and yeah. a lot of things that I talked about and maybe I feel like I'm trying to just say, Hey, look, I told you so we should have had a little bit of snaps in preseason just with the defense and the offense. Now, once again, what's one or two snaps, one, one to two drives with them, you know, it might not sound like much, but it also gets the wiggles out. It kind of just puts people on the same page. It could help out a little bit with making sure you understand each other's assignments and positions and everything too. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I feel like it would have been nice. Now, once again, I'll say Dolphins is one of the best offenses in the league. If you see all the headlines, everybody's saying, Hey, they could easily be the top offense in the league and everything too. Right. Also, the same side, I think we could be one of the top offenses too. So, right, like, there's two sides to the coin on this thing, guys. And we held we held our ground on that game. Yeah, we ended up losing, but hey, if we show up scoring 34 a game, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. And, and I think there was a statistic. I think it was what 15 and four when uh, Herbert when when the Chargers defense only gives up 29 points. Right. So it's like. 29 points is still a lot of damn points. That's and, a yeah, lot of points. Lot. Yeah. You know, you just got to sit back and say, okay, like the defense needs to step up. Now, again, I keep, I keep hearing what people are saying. The defense is pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Okay. Well, let's see it. You know, let's, it. let's, let's, yeah. You know, you know, let's it, talk is one thing and actions are another. Right. So 100%. yeah, I'm a little, you know, I, I want to see this defense step up. I mean, it's been a little frustrating for me. So yeah, anyhow, 100%. Um, yeah. but again, Tyreek Hill is, is a really tough man to cover period. I am very curious to see how Bill Belichick covers him uh, yeah, this yeah. game. Um, if I had to guess, just just out of a general thought, is he'll probably put his number two and then have a one high safety dedicated to Tyreek Hill the entire time. You are on him 100%. And then secondarily, you'll put your number one on like Jalen Waddell and they'll man him up and say, okay, you, you, go, you go for this guy. And then the rest is going to be zone. But again, that's really difficult because that's that's all about communication. And, and to your point, week one, you, you know, you're not in live reps, you know, and right. It's different when you're when you're playing only the Chargers and you see one offense the entire time, 
you're not seeing that offense at all until that exact moment. And we got a hard draw, right? Miami was a very tough team to get week one because they do, they do things so differently than anybody else. Right. Yeah. We, we could be seeing the rebirth of Eric Coriel, you know, a uh, completely different offense style, you know? So, right. um, and Aper, yeah. again, throw your questions out. Yeah. Toss your questions out folks as well. Everybody, Go ahead, James. What yeah. was your thought? I, I was just going to say it, it's going into just a small recap of week one. It was an absolute mess for a lot of teams. Yeah. Yep. Last week. So yes. I, it's it's odd for me to say this, but I feel like if that win was to happen for the Chargers, it was more of a luxury win than anything. Because now, obviously, you only could only lose one game a week anyways or win one game yeah. a week. But at the same side, there's a lot of really good teams that lost Yeah, this Very good week team. one. So yep. yeah. it's kind of like that luxury side of things of where it would have been nice to have a win, but at the same side, it's didn't kill us by any means for losing. And we're not one game back from a lot of really good teams in the NFL or at least specifically the AFC. I want well, to actually know, I mean, did any of you did, yeah. did any of you guys like actually see if uh like how many teams that actually won or lost, you know, based off of their preseason? Like, you know, I obviously we know the Chiefs, they they started their starters in the preseason and they lost. But then, yeah. you know, like we know the Chargers, we didn't really start our starters, but we lost. So, I mean, how many teams that start other starters in the preseason lost week one versus how many did did not, you know? Yeah. You yeah. know, and I want to say Ryan Tannehill did not play. Justin Herbert obviously did not play. Matthew Stafford, they Vikings ended up didn't win. Play, you know? Yeah. Uh, Geno Smith, I don't think played in preseason. I could be wrong on that. But yeah. the thing about it is, like, it is something to where there is truth to that idea of, Teams that do not play their starting quarterbacks in preseason, they end up losing generally uh, week one. So, I mean, Josh Allen, I uh, know Josh Allen did end up, uh, I think he did start kind of early yeah, on. Yeah, he, he played a few games. Yeah. 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 Had a horrible game. Holy smokes. Yeah. He was terrible. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't believe I mean, how bad he was. Poor guys. Like, I mean, he had a bad game, but even to say going into this game, we could talk about Ryan Tannehill and his terrible game, by the way, too. So. Um, I would start. Let's just jump into the slides again on that. Yeah. We'll chat more about this game. Yeah. Um, well, so again, Eckler's not traveling. Nope. Uh, Deion Hanley most likely is not going to play. And Eric Kendricks is most likely not going to play. Uh, so we'll talk more about that a little later on. But Joey Bosa is questionable. Doubtful is usually that's pretty much out. That's out yep. usually. Um, yeah. So those four are not going to play. Now, so where I think this is interesting is this most likely will mean that we um that we will well ryan perfect point you, you are you're exactly in my my head but i'm pumped to see more Thule snaps we're gonna see a lot of Thule today um he's gonna be most likely playing uh opposite side of khalil mack but they'll most likely bring somebody up from the practice squad they brought brevin allen last time yeah maybe they bring up andrew farmer this time i don't know you know from lane college so that could happen so i'm i'm really curious to see how that plays out but i'm sure they'll bring an edge rusher up tomorrow uh so i w- i want to track and monitor that so I'll, i'm going to i'm looking at twitter as well as we're talking cuz something could you know come up you know soon yep the, the big thing about this too and and obviously for the chargers you start looking at man oh man we got where do these all hammy in- injuries come from all of a sudden <laughs> right. dude like do you not know how to stretch? What's going on here? Jeez, yeah. what is going on here? Cold bass for everybody. Let's go in the yeah. ice bath. Let's do this, guys. Come on. But, like, 
it's it's kind of tough to be able to see that. Like now, once again, doubtful generally means they're out. But at yeah. the same yeah. side, you have Chris Rump, who basically played three days in a row and is considered doubtful, which yeah. is a little strange to me, in my opinion, because if he's played three days in a row at limited, not at full, you would assume that they're just trying to see if his his uh, hamstring is going to recover well after three days of practice. So but the one thing I'm going to say about the Titans, I mean, you got Amari Hooker out. You got um, uh, Christian Fulton out. Yep. This is a very, very susceptible defense that we could basically attack the back end of the defense quite yep. a bit. They're basically going to have uh, guys that have not had a lot of field time as cornerbacks. So you're going to have Mike Brown as a strong safety. You're going to have Trey Avery as the right cornerback who do, does not have a lot of field time. Now, I would assume that they would probably end up pushing Roger McCary over there to the right cornerback, but that is going to be an area that we can fully attack on this defense. Right. And yep. I, yep. I fully expect Herbo bombs involved in this game. I fully yeah. expect that it's going yeah. to be a lot more downfield passing in this game. So I'm, I'm excited to be able to see that now, you know, the thing about it is DeAndre Hopkins, we'll see if he's going to play or not. I mean, based yeah, upon the interviews, he kind of was like, hey, I'm leaving it up to the coaches. I'm leaving it up to the organization. If they call my number, I'm ready to go. Now, that doesn't sound like he's like, hey, I'm 100% healthy. That Why aren't they calling yeah. me? Right. It's yeah. more just like, hey, whatever the doctors say, I will do kind of thing. So, yeah, um, I if I had to guess, I'd probably, boy, I don't know. I be I bet you it's a game time decision. I bet you he suits up. Yeah. Maybe he goes out, does a little warm up, you know, tries to run on it. Um, you know, we'll see where he's at on it. But uh, dude, they, you know, they're banged up too. I mean, we're banged up. They're banged up. You know, the good news is is we have some depth, right? I think our, yeah. our defensive line did pretty well. Uh, we're gonna talk more about you know uh, Tennessee, but look, I think you know we stopped the run fairly well last game. Um, we're gonna have, this. Hey, they're completely different teams. Period. Right. Completely. They are nowhere near the same team. Um, yeah. so, uh, it's going to be, I, I say like, I'm so, I'm just, I'm still mad that we're banged up after yeah. week one already though. <laughs> like, what the heck is this? Like, I don't, people are saying like in the chat, Hey, we're cursed, you know? Like, I mean, it's yeah. just like, dude, what's going on, man? Like, I mean, I think I was saying this all week. I was like, you know, Joey Bosa, man, I think he needs to sleep in a cryo chamber or something like that, you know, like so, <laughs> to, no to joke, heal dude. his wounds something. You know? No, no, no. Yeah, he, he. If you watch Star Wars, remember, remember when? Uh, when oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That that Han Solo. It's called the back to tank. Yeah, the back to tank. Yeah, we need a back to tank. Yeah, I need. Yeah, that yeah. Too, that, that'd be I'll, dope. I'll both my... <laughs> back to tank. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that that might not be a bad idea, actually. You know? <laughs> we should make a shirt for that. Or let's something. make that happen. Well, let's make that happen. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some notes. I'm gonna make some research and like how to how to make a real back to tank for Joey Bosa yeah, exactly. specifically. Let's make that happen. Yeah. Make that happen. Oh my gosh. You know, it, it, it makes you think, when did he even pull his hammy too? But I mean, I, I as I watched him in the Dolphins game, he just looks slow. He yeah, looks he slow to yeah. me. So it could have been early on. It's it's just sad to be able to see that he just gets injured so frequently, man. Like yeah. so frequently. And I, I hope that he could be on the field this this week. But you know, I'm gonna say I'm excited to be able to see Thule. I mean, he did some damage against the Dolphins and probably was the only defensive end that actually really did something for us yeah. last week. I mean, he had, he yeah. put up the TT on, yeah. a, on a, a tackle for a loss on a running play. He had pressure on Tua, too. 
Uh, he looks very energetic. He looks very, very active at the line. I, I'm excited to be able to see him out there this week and uh, see how many snaps he gets and how effective he could be. Yeah. yeah and, and again, we'll probably do a quick video maybe tomorrow morning if, you know, there's a transaction from practice squad. Because, again, some of these folks we might see, like, what if Khalil Mack gets hurt, right? I mean, we don't want to talk about it. But if that happens, then someone's got to step in there. We did resign Ty Shelby to the practice squad. He was injured like a month and a half ago was injury uh, let go and then brought back, obviously, mm -hmm. after he got cleared again. So pretty interesting conversation. Um, okay, so enough of that. We're going to talk more about it. And, guys, again, throw your questions out. Please just throw your questions out. We're going to get to it. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through a few more slides. Then we're going to go to your questions and just come on through. So just keep yep. keep going through. Uh, and GTR, man, hey, you were, you were thinking just like us. We wanted to exactly. talk about the running game right now. So, uh, James, you want to talk about the running game a little bit? We'll, we'll kind of have a discussion around that. So the idea of it is that these are going to be our three guys. Dotson, yep. Spiller will be active in this game, which is still such an odd idea. And Joshua Kelly with a straight-up gun. Look at that left arm, bro. Man, man, good Lord, hey. man. Shoot, Woo, wow. like a superhero. What's up, dog? Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, is that, <laughs> like, hey, is that, that. is that a bionic arm? Like, is he like the winter soldier? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> it doesn't look like it. Doesn't look, look at it. that thing. Yeah. Man, but hey, look, this is gonna be our three-headed monster. I mean, yeah. it's going to be yep. big for these guys to be able to keep this run game going. And it, to be honest, like Andrew and Kyle, when we were at the game, I mean, we were just like, man, this run game is awesome to watch. And yeah. Zion has yeah. been a beast on there. Jamari was great. The they they motion in a tight end for a blocking, which is why we don't have Xander Horvath anymore. We got guys that could block and be great lead blockers for our our team. Um, I think it might have been. I think I saw a replay of one of the runs, and I want to say it might have been the long Austin Eckler run. But man, it was just every level. Like even wide receiver Mike Williams was even a little bit involved in the in yeah. the blocking scheme too, which obviously the wide receivers are, but. It just looks like everybody's on the same page to try to make sure this is a very, very quality run yeah. game from every single level to allow those big explosive plays for us. So Correct. Well, uh, and, and and I know a few people have talked about Horvath. Clearly, uh, Kellen Moore doesn't use uh, fullbacks. There's yep. no value in, in fullbacks. If you saw, they were usually moving uh, the tight ends. A lot of times the tight end would sign up on one side and then he would roll the other side. And they would just do like zone read blocks to the right side and then just pull the other one to the left, you know, and or the right or whichever way. Right. And so I guess the argument is that tight ends are a little bit bigger, a little bit taller can and can match up a little bit more with ends. Yep. I don't know. I guess you're kind of splitting hairs, in my opinion, but OK, whatever. But clearly, Kellen Moore really likes uh, tight ends over fullbacks. So anyways, it, pretty interesting situation there. Well, and the, th the thing about it is, is like you, you kind of look at it as a, I mean, fullback is kind of a dying breed and a dying yeah. position. And it it's like, I get it. Xander's awesome. Ironically, the Steelers pick up Xander. Once again, a second fullback that we cut, they end up always picking up our fullbacks for some reason. Um, yeah. yeah. And, but it, it's <laughs> the thing is though, a tight end could be a dual purpose type product for us versus 100%. A, 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 a fullback which yeah. you feel you have four really quality running backs on the team do we really need a guy who could run the ball as a fullback i don't know i'm well, just looking and viewing it as that let's think of it this way uh all right we've already had two linebackers injured this season yep we, we dropped horvath and we picked up tanner muse tanner muse is a special teams player for the most part well 
we got two light linebackers that are injured right now. Okay. So we might even see some Tanner Muse out there a little bit next to Kenneth yep. Murray, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, we don't even know who's going to be next to Kenneth Murray at the moment, yeah. guys. So what are we going to do? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, are we going to maybe play a lot of dime? You know, maybe be, bring Derwin down in the box? I mean, there's a lot of question marks around that with the run game. We're going to talk more about that as well. But anyways, I getting off a little bit of a tangent. I mean, I don't that, know. But, I mean, I, I do think that the uh, the advantage of having a fullback over a tight end is that the fullback will understand the running play way better than a tight end would. Because like you know, he's gonna try and know know where the gaps are a little bit better. Like a tight end is is more of a receiver, if anything, you know. But I mean, obviously, I think tight ends are sometimes bigger, um, you know, yeah. taller, taller wise. That is. Sure. So I mean, I think that that would be the advantage of having tight ends over, over fullbacks. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I think I think both are both have value, but yeah. um, yeah, I I don't know. It's I think I think the other part of it is I think they're a little bit better. They have better hands typically. Um, and so that's probably the deciding yeah. factor. Right. Um, yeah. Anyways. So yeah. we should talk more about this as well, too. Again, we, at least right. Perfectly. Dude, this offensive line was freaking sick, dude. Right. Guys. Right. If you watch the running game. Okay. I have to say this. You have to be a blocking tight end um, in this, in this offense period. Parham did a good job. McKinney did a good job. Yeah. Stone smart did a pretty good job. Well, he, he wasn't in there for very many snaps. But he did go when he was in there. And so, and, and by the way, you, you said it a while ago, and I, I was going to make the comment that our wide receivers are finally blocking. Yep. Williams is blocking. Allen's blocking. And everyone's getting involved. We were horrible at that, guys, in our running yeah. game. I think that was a big reason why our running game was so bad. I remember the one Kelly broke off to the right, and it was like 25 yards. I, Mike Williams did a really good job blocking the corner. And I don't remember seeing that at all last season. At all. So... Um, yeah, right. And and it's interesting. I watched a, a video of um, there was a Niners blocking scheme, and I think it was uh, McCaffrey with a really long run that ended up in a touchdown. And they yep. just showed every single level of how aggressive the wide receivers O line were very aggressive to make sure they have him blocked or basically the blocking scheme is perfect all the way to the end of that play. And it's just there is that thing that with the Chargers that they've had a tough time of really finding aggressive wide receivers that are willing to block versus just wanting to be a pass catcher pretty much the entire time. So yep, hundred percent. I think it's it's really good. But going to the O line, I mean, this O line is strong and stout, and they are just doing a great job right now. You know, outside of the last couple of plays of the Dolphins game, that was kind of really random. But I I do think I. Personally, my think it, it, we should have ran the ball at least. I know there was some some guys stacking the box, being a lot more closer to the line and everything too. But yeah. you still had two timeouts. You still had a minute forty something ish. You could have ran the ball a couple times just to kind of throw things off, pu- push them back a little bit, show the threat versus empty backfield and knowing you're going to throw the ball. So one hundred percent, yeah. So yeah. But either which way, this O line's great, and and to be honest, that's going to be a big key to this game. Our O line is going to be a massive key to this game um all around so yeah i think i think this would be another part of it i know and we're going to be getting into your questions folks so just keep throwing them out there we're going to go back up and then come down through so we're just going to go through a couple more prepared slides and then we'll go from there we kind of want to have a little bit of semblance of organization i know we tend to get off topic a lot here on this podcast so <laughs> we, we we started thinking about like oh let's get a little formula here first and then uh then we'll get some questions okay so 
these guys right here, man, their their defensive line is arguably one of the best in the league right now. And so we look, it's going to be tough moving these butts and guts right here, you know, but we're going to have to do it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, dude. Okay. Zion Johnson and Jamari, I would argue are probably some of the best guards in the league that I've seen so far. You know, they've done such a good job of moving bodies, right? They're freaking strong, strong dude. So I'm very curious to see how they play against these guys right here. And again, the running game really doesn't require the blocks to be epic. They just need to be decent, right? So that kind of takes away what these guys can do a little bit, right? You just have to move them a little bit. Um, and then you're good to go, right? And there's enough of a seam to get four, at least four or five yards. Guys, if you're getting four or five yards every run play, life is good. Right. Then they have to respect the run game. Then they have to respect the play action. And then the, the downfield is open, right? So that's the difference. And we did not do that last year. They didn't respect our run game at all. So yeah. anyways, bit of a rant. I mean, the thing about it is Jeffrey Simmons is probably one of the best in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. I think he's an absolute he's, he's, stud. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's a big dude yeah. all yep. around. Tier Tart sounds like a French pastry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he's obviously a very, very solid player, too. I mean, they have a lot of butt and gut in the middle. And it's yeah. going to require a lot of our guards. And to be honest, the key is going to be Corey Lindsley to really, really guide this thing correctly. Yeah. Um, I mean, yep. sealing off blocks, possibly you're going to have to pro- find a way to be able to double team, push these guys out to open up some holes for our run game all around. <laughs> Obviously, we need to be able to sit there and 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 guard from Justin Herbert getting mauled or whatnot. But this yeah. is the key point is the inside of our D line or our O line mm-hmm. blocking these two guys is going to be absolutely key for us. So Jamari, Zion and Corey yeah. Lindsley going to be absolute key for us yeah Kyle any thoughts on that yeah I mean you know looking at those those uh their Madden ratings like for both like their edge rushers are like really talented you know like I mean just looking at them like they're they're those are beasts and so like I mean so that's kind of what we got to really think about but like I think though Slater should be able to handle him uh pretty solid though like he I think he should be able to handle Danico Autry like pretty well um and uh, later for so sure, I, yeah. I think it's going to be yeah. do really well. Later, it. I, mean, I am concerned about Jeffrey Simmons though, because he's taking on Pipkins, and you know, some like I mean, so the right side could be a little bit of a, an issue. So I feel like, um, you know, Justin Herbert's probably gonna have to scramble quite a bit, um, in order to really uh, get through some of this game, you know, because like, I mean, looking at like their front line, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw um, that one from Michael McLean. Uh, you know, maybe the people in the chat saw his video, maybe, but he he put a whole a really good analysis about the front seven of the Titans, and they're they're pretty beastly. They're pretty good. Yeah. So yep. that's, that's a definite strength of their team. But they're, um, you know, like like we were saying before, you know, with Hooker being out, I think that's going to help our uh, our receivers pretty well. Our our secondary is going to like you know receivers. Their re- secondary core is not so hot. So. Yep. Agree. And they got injuries. Yeah. 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 So, uh, okay. So we already talked a little bit about this. Uh, Kenneth Murray's going to be wearing the green dot. Uh, okay. I think everyone's concerned, right? So yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Um, I, I watched a funny clip. I sent it over to you guys last. You know, I couldn't sleep last night. I had a leak in my house, which was super annoying. So I, I was worried about my house flooding. Uh, and yo, 
I, I watched that uh, clip of uh, Step Brothers when he goes, I can, um, I say, you know, this is, this is a win-win situation for me. If you screw up, I could fire you. But if you look great, I look good to the board. This is exactly <laughs> this guy's last shot to show us he's even a linebacker worth even keeping at all. We didn't sign his fifth-year contract, but this is an opportunity for him to show that he's actually worth a shit at this point, right? So, because he looked like hot garbage last week. He looked terrible, dude. I mean, suit me up. Well, maybe not really, but I mean, just, you know. <laughs> that, that'll look worse than hot garbage. That'll look, <laughs> whatever that say, next hey. level will be. Oh, <laughs> Shut up, man. Shut up. <laughs> hey, I think you need to get a, a little taste of some humble pie there, man. Like, hey, man, whatever, bro. Whatever, bro. But anyways, my point is like, look, hey, I think, I think it's think... really, it's really that situation. And you know, yeah, your Brian's probably a good point, right? We're probably gonna see a rotation, exactly. even Ogbemia. You know, who knows? I mean, you might even see some Tanner Muse. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. guys, I'm the video I will do pregame tomorrow, or one of us will do, will be who's gonna be that second linebacker. And it's important, right? We gotta figure that out. Well, I mean, I looked at the ESPN depth chart and it showed Tanner Muse is behind Kendricks. So, yes. yeah, yeah. So more than likely, it's going to be T- Tanner Muse and Kenneth Murray. But I mean, you can do some more research on it and figure it out. You know. So well, and again, that's that's it. Just brings back the conversation of Horvath, right? Well, hey, we let Horvath go, and we picked up Tanner Muse, probably more value than Horvath, especially in yep. this offense. You know, so if he has a ball out game, then hey. Good, good, good on our, uh, you know, coaching staff. Well, and, and the thing about it is like I, my opinion, I think it's going to be a fair amount of uh, OG and uh, Nick Neiman because just because they've been in the defense for a while already. Yep. Now Tanner Muse is a guy that, um, you know, he, he just came here kind of recently, to be honest. Um, <laughs> does he really know the defense at all? I mean, I think he was a third round pick by the Raiders in 2020. Yeah. Um, but you know, he didn't, pan out there i mean uh, once again i the raiders are hot garbage oh we lost oh, oh we lost broke down. James. Broke broke down. Whoa, wow what just happened there dude that was weird <laughs> oh that was okay. great all right yeah um, continue. But, <laughs> but yeah going back to my topic there i, I do think that it's just going to be probably a rotation of neiman and og in my opinion just because it has to be that way it has to be the guys that have been in the system for a while already right. i'm actually kind of excited to see nick neiman really out there like I've been a big fan of his since we've drafted him. He's just been buried yeah. in the depth chart behind like Drew Tranquil and such. Um, so I'm excited to see him really do his thing out there. I, I've always thought he could be a really, really good linebacker for us. Now it sucks that Aaron Ken- Eric Kendricks is not there. Not fun. But maybe he'll all surprise us. Maybe we put all doubtful out there just to be able to throw a, a, a curveball on the uh, Titans. And all of a sudden, everybody's healthy. Austin Eckler's yeah. in the game. Woo, let's go. <laughs> wow, okay. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Uh, uh, but this is also a good conversation point too, yeah. right? Uh, the, you know, hey, we, we got some fat guys on the defensive line as well too, right? So, oh, yeah. you know, we got some butt and gut. And, you know, guys were healthy, right? SJD. I will. I think you're going to see a lot of Nick Williams, and you'll see some Austin Johnson out yep. there. You'll see some Matlock. They did a lot of rotating last time, which I thought was a good thing. Hey, they only got seven yards rushing. They didn't have to rush the damn ball. Okay, they could throw the ball because we were a bunch of dipshits in the way we were, you know, covering people, you know, for most of the game, you know, and and so this 
this game is going to be won by these guys right here, in my opinion, right? If we could slow them down, because because clearly Tana Thrill, it, they ain't a whole lot uh, to talk about with him, you know, moving <laughs> forward. Yeah, D-line's going to be major in this game. Major, yeah. major, major, major in this game. And you know what? I, I'm going to throw out a bold prediction. I mean, with if, say, Joey Bosa is going to be out, I'm assuming he's going to be out. I think that uh, Thule could probably get two sacks in this game. I'm throwing it out Ooh. there, guys. Oh, that'd be so sick. And so sick. I'm very, very much looking forward to this D-line to be able to do their job. And it's going to be necessary with Kenneth Murray kind of being in the backfield, too, or as kind of being the leader in the middle of the field with basically Nick Neiman and such, too. So, personally, yeah. And I think, Andrew, you brought it up. I think that there might be a little bit of Derwin James more inside the box. Um, just because they do need to be able to add another layer of support in that zone itch. I'm okay with that, but uh, we definitely need to be able to find a way to stop the run because we know who we're up against really in this game. Yep, 100%. Yeah, and I, I you know, it, it'll be really interesting to see how it plays. Okay, so here's the last slide, and then uh, and then we'll just go to your questions, folks. And again, throw your questions out as well, too. We are going to go through everything as well. This guy right here, we got to stop this dude. Uh, by the way, I hate his hair. Does does he still have those stupid? <laughs> yeah, uh, still got that hair. Shit, that was last week called? against the Saints. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Every Sorry, time I yeah, see yeah. this, I'm like, it, it does. I, <laughs> it, it looks like a piece of Dookie stuck it in the back like of his Dookie head. It looks like Dookie coming yeah. out of the back of his head, dude. It yeah. annoys me so bad. I'm weird. Okay, I'm weird, but I, it just no, bothers I, me. I hate it too, though. Yeah. Oh my god! Like I just, I just can't stand him, dude. Anyways, yeah. Simi can't stand your bits. Uh, you remember that from uh, Impractical Jokers? Remember that? Remember that show? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got to stop this fool right here, dude. That's it. We yeah. got to stop it. So, I think if we if we shut him down, game is over, dude. It's done. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And right fun. now, this is a picture of uh, from last week's game against the Saints, where he was yeeting one of the uh, yeet. He was yeet the uh, Saints <laughs> defender there and just chucking him out of the way. And I mean, I remember hearing like the. Uh, the uh, uh, announcer or whatever, just he just got all hyped. And Derek Henry just throws the Saints defender like he just stepped on him. <laughs> he was like so excited. Um, but yeah, this is a big key. I mean, we got to find a way to stop him. I think our pass defense is going to be dramatically different this game. Yeah, um, I, I think it's really boils down to can our run defense actually show up for this game? Period. Yeah, because yeah. last week. Yeah, uh, it's nice to say that we only had 70 rushing yards given up uh, on our defense, but we still got lit up through the air. Yeah, but yeah, you're Most going against one of the fastest, ever. probably one of the dynamic wide receivers in this game. He had 11 catches on 15 targets, right? Seven explosive plays over 25 yards as a team versus us. I I think it was a somewhat of a fluke uh, for the defense. I expect a much more solid game this week especially if deandre hopkins is out and ryan Tannehill, we'll see i mean the jury's out on him they got two quarterbacks right behind him kind of waiting licking their yeah. chops right yeah, now we need will levis and you got malik willis right so yep. yeah. very interesting very it's kind of weird to me that they even drafted will levis i thought that was a little strange i well, i mean like know, do they Ryan, not Ryan, Ryan and Tannehill is uh over the hill so to say there isn't that right James like, <laughs> that's or, right that's what yeah. I said in my uh weekly uh update yeah. by the way if you guys have not seen that we're going to be doing a weekly segment of just kind of a full recap of the NFL uh and kind of have just fun with it and yeah. uh it's an awesome segment all around so I I enjoy doing it and so we'll do it every single week too so mm -hmm. keep an eye yeah. out for it yeah absolutely yeah, it was, okay it was, so it was fun to put it together and stuff too you know it was good so 
But well, I, I was going to say, is like, I mean, our, our run defense, you know, like for against Miami was pretty, uh, was was amazing. But Mostert is nowhere near Derrick Henry level. So no. this, this is going to be the real test of the of the week for sure, you know? Yeah. Well, Derrick, Derrick Henry's a true running back, right? Yeah. Mostert's a running back, obviously, too. But my point right. is he's kind of a small, fast kind of, yeah, kind of like an Austin Eckler type, right? So, yep. You know, yep. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, getting him on the edge, he could he could hit some corners and and do some damage, right? So, all right, so we're gonna get to your question. So we're gonna start at the top and go all the way down. Uh, and Aether, I gotta talk trash, baby. That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> I always talk trash. It is what it is. I already talked about um, what's his Nuggets hair? Uh, you know, hey, Derek Henry he looks like shit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> come on, baby, your beard yeah. looking good. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, all right. So again, guys, like, and subscribe. Okay, here we go. Uh, bull predictions. Okay, here we go. So I guess this is the first one from Aether. And again, throw your questions out, guys. We're going to go through all your questions. Just toss out your thoughts, whatever you want to go to. So, uh, he's asking, I talked to James about this. That is me on Tuesday. <laughs> this game will be physical in the that trenches. You know, yeah, you know what Tennessee brings to the table. You show up or we get run out the building, my team will show up. Yeah, no, most definitely. And that's where we kind of emphasize a lot on the the lines. And, you know, going back to our only coach that has brought us to a Super Bowl, Bobby Rice, he says you win and lose games at the line. And if you don't have a good, strong D-line, you're not going to be able to have, um, you know, the ability to stop them. You don't have a good O-line, same thing. You're going to get run all over. The defense is going to have their their hands with you. So, got to find a way to be able to be physical in this game. I feel very strongly our O-line will do their job. I think our defense is just the question at this point. So we got to see a solid game out of these guys. Yep. Well, and I think secondarily, no matter what, we're going to score points. Yep. Doesn't matter. We're going to score points. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, even if we don't run the ball that great, we'll chuck the ball downfield, right? They got got a banged up safety. I it's worse going to score points. It's just, I don't want to shoot out. I would like to see us put these babies to bed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, right. cool. That's right. Get them in a headlock. Uh, wrap them, down, head wrap them around. Put them on a pretzel. That's right. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I do want to see more Thule as well too. Hey, he's going to get all the snaps for the most part. Right. So, well, I mean, yeah, he will. He'll, he'll be the guy. So. Yeah. Right. I mean, again, we talk a little about uh, K nine, you know, the green dot. Look, I, this is we're going to give him enough rope to hang himself at this point, right? This is kind of make or break, in my opinion. I mean, dude, he's been with us four years. This is yeah. his fourth year. Wait, fourth year, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Gave up a ton to get him, and okay, brother, like you know, you better show us something because he hasn't shown us hardly anything. You know, you know I, I kind of talked a little bit about that on the, our uh, my Madden simulation. I don't know if like maybe people might not have gotten to that point or whatever when they watched it, but. I kind of feel like, you know, because obviously Kenneth Murray was a, a Anthony Lynn guy. Um, yep. And I kind yep. of wanted to, I want to say that I believe, because that year we also drafted, you know, Justin Herbert. So, mm-hmm. and I want to say that I feel like Kenneth, uh, Anthony Lynn did not want to draft Justin Herbert. And so this was maybe like the little give and take, you know, because they, they traded up for it, you know, like, I mean, because, and the way I think about that is because like, you know, in, in a lot of business type things, especially in the film industry, is that like say Christopher Nolan? This I have a point to this. Um, Christopher Nolan actually he did you know Dark Knight, and then that was amazing, whatever. But and the studio wanted him to do a third movie, but he didn't want to do one. So in order to do that third movie, he said, "Let me do Inception, and then I'll do 
the Dark Knight. So yeah. in a lot of ways, I, I feel like, you know, it was kind of a thing. Well, well, they worked with Anthony Lynn to be like, all right, well, we'll get your guy if you just get our guy or something yeah, like that, yeah. you know? So yeah. And, and, and Anthony Lynn really was a Tyrod Taylor guy. And yeah, right. He's done nothing. He's done yeah. nothing. Tyrod Taylor is a bridge quarterback. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think he's, I think he's a great guy. I've seen some of his tape, but like, you know, and so the way he interviews, but he's, he's not a starter quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting point you bring up though, because it is interesting how, just like, like uh, who are we talking about here? Um, Horvath. Yeah. Uh, we get enamored with certain players. Right. And, you know, we think, Oh, this person's amazing. This person's amazing. They're do, do a great job. Well, you know, Horvath doesn't fit in Moore's system, so right. it doesn't matter. Like, well, what does it matter? He's not part yeah. of our system, right? He's not, he's not going to get touches. He right. wasn't even in the Lombardi system. Yeah. But but again, you, you just ask yourself this question. You know, what did Anthony Lynn see in him that made him go, we have to go get this guy and, and give up so much to go get him? I mean, he looks like a specimen, but man, he's just done nothing in the league, right? So – Right. Maybe he's just in the wrong system. I don't know. You know, yeah. uh, maybe it should be for the Titans or the Steelers or who knows. And as far know. as I know, this is the first time that he's been able to be the guy, the general on our defense in the right. middle of the field. So That's a good point. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's ever done this at all. So this will be very, very interesting to see how he ends up working in this system and how he controls things. Cause this is the guy that sees a lot of things too. And he tells right. the D line and communicates with them a lot. Yeah. So he's, he's literally got to, he's got to tell him, give him the signals about yeah. what the heck's going on. But yeah. I mean, at the same side, like I think it's a good thing for him because like other and people have said in the, like the, the training camp and stuff that people were giving him high praise. So maybe yeah. he's turned it around. Maybe he's shifted his focus, you know, like him. Then again, too, like we, this is his, essentially contract year here so maybe he really does want to show up and actually and then try and get that big second contract for some other team you know you know exactly. it would have been really nice to have day on henley in this game yeah it would have been oh, really time. really oh, nice to have really huge game, you know yeah. so well you got to wonder right i mean he's he's doubtful you never know maybe he'll try and go but you, you, the last thing in the world i want to do is have him get hurt and then we're it, in real trouble. make it longer yeah now there there is one there is one positive we did not talk about this as far as K9 uh being there. He is a very good run stopper. That's really why Anthony Lynn wanted him. Mm-hmm. Again, he's never really shown it in the NFL right. in any way, shape, or form. He's missed his gaps and his assignments many times. Horrible coverage, uh, you know, horrible coverage uh guy. Um, so the way I would assume they would use him is okay, Kenneth, wherever that running back goes, that's you. That yep. is your job. You, you go with him 100%. Yeah. You are on him 100%. Maybe spy running the quarterback. Spy. Yep, spy him and then just go after the running back, period. If he goes to the flat, blow him up. Yeah. That's what that's what I would assume they would use him for. Um, I mean, that's what I would use him for, but either way, what, what do yeah. I know? Um, okay, <laughs> Dotson. Uh, well, he had one touch last week, or one snap, I should say. Uh, he was in for one play. Um, you know, I will say this. I think Dotson is over uh, Spiller at this point. And we all know Spiller is going to suit up as well. So they're going to have the three-headed monster. But I do think – I think they're picking Dotson over Spiller, which is, like, crazy to me. And I just – I don't, I don't understand. understand. I don't understand. Hey, like, why did they not sign – I mean, I understand – well, you may – you may the, the one thing I will say, if you do see more Spiller – 
it would only be because they want to make sure Dotson's okay for special teams as well. Sure. So because if Darius Davis gets hurt, then he's the the next, you know, special teams guy. So I don't know. Interesting yeah. thought there. It, it's I'm excited to see Spiller out there and see what he does. Cause I mean, I think preseason, he looked good. Like he did pretty good in preseason. I mean, we're going to hang our hat on that Rams game like crazy, but he yep. did play extremely well in and preseason fast. and very fast and very fast, but it's just wild that you go from a fourth round guy to basically an undrafted guy and putting him basically as RB three over the fourth round guy. Now, once again, not every pick works out, not every pick works out at all, but yeah. it is just interesting. Like what are they seeing that we're not seeing with Spiller? Um, you know, I, I really do hope to see him just really show out in this game and show that he is, you know, an NFL worthy running back and, you know, I think this scheme is built for any running back, in my opinion. If you go back to, you know, Correct. Dallas, you know, Tony Pollard became a the a very very strong running back for them, and Zeke became kind of almost secondary. Um, so, well, California I think knows I think what to do with the run game. You're 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 perfectly segmenting why running backs don't don't get paid anything nowadays, yep. because yep. they're a dime a dozen, right? So it's, it doesn't matter. It's like whatever. We'll just go. We got four guys here that can run the ball. You know. And you're right. that much better, but I could pay this guy $2 million a year. Why would I pay you 12? There's no reason for it. Exactly. Yep. Cause you can all get injured anyways. So what, I mean, look at Austin Eckler. He's already hurt. He might be out another week too. You never know how long this is going to take. Yeah. You know, what if Kelly balls out? Well, let's not bring him back. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. let him sit for a while, you know, I, right. it's, it's something to think about is really something to think about. Yeah. And then we won't have to pay him his incentives. He won't even have a shot of making those incentives at this yeah. point. So, yeah. um, okay, this is a good good, good question by Guapo. Um, uh, I wonder if this is my buddy, Jeff. Jeff, is that you, buddy? Uh, he, <laughs> he always went by old Guapo. You, you, guys, you guys know Tuna? Tuna? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, yeah. Uh, pretty disappointed <laughs> we, we drafted Justin. Uh, if Palmer's going to start, um, the offense feels bland and without speed. Here's the thing. Johnson was open a lot against Miami and he was only out, I think 22% of the snaps, which I thought was a little strange, uh, but he was open a lot when he was out there. Uh, there was, I remember um, there were two plays. I remember seeing he was all the way in the end zone and a hundred percent open. Yep. So, but, but Herbert just didn't get him the ball. He checked it down or did something else. I can't remember exactly what he did. So he's done his job. We just got to get him the ball. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, the thing about it is, is there was one play, and I, and I remember I pointed out being at the game, it was Justin Herbert getting, just ran out of the pocket, and Quentin Johnson was straight up completely open in the end zone. He Herbert could have made that pass, no problem. Yes. But yes. obviously, he ended up throwing it kind of on the flat. I think it was to Joshua Kelly, where he ended That's up being out of bounds. And yep. basically, it was kind of like, dude, if he could have just saw that, it would have been an yep. easy, easy touchdown. You know, look, respect to the to the Dolphins. They have a very good D-line. They have two very good edge rushers. I mean, that's just what you want. Sometimes a sack a sack is a flashy play, but a quarterback pressure could create problems yep, for yep. that offense. So and and not see a play like that. So either which way, I I'm I'm uh I'm pretty confident in this game based upon that you have you know, you're starting defensive right or right cornerback out, and then you also do have Amari Hooker out, you're going to see a little bit more easier looks. It, it boils down to our O-line for our offense to just keep going, yep. you know? Yep, I agree. Yeah, no, I, I think I think it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. But again, you know, 
we got a pretty crowded, crowded wide receiver room, right? Yep. So this is a good point by Ryan. Um, if it won against the Finns, the media would, narrative would have been all about how a run game was unstoppable and Fangio is a new defensive corner. Agreed. Isn't it interesting just because we lost all of a sudden, oh, Chargers suck. I didn't hear anybody say anything positive about our offense. We lost by two yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, terrible. I'm like, okay. Like, you know, and again, we could talk about the JC Jackson thing at the end of the second half. That was like the, the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my whole life and all of the above. But my point is like, look, we looked fine. It was a shootout. We lost. It is what it yeah. is. Right. It so, is what it is. Like, a lot of people are like way too butthurt about it. Like, you know, we lost yeah. by two points. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we couldn't. We had we had the opportunity at the end of the game, but it, it didn't happen. So I guess that's the, the the most heartbreaking thing about it. But you know, like I mean, yeah, it was it was a shootout, and we lost the shootout. That's okay. That's that's, that's the end of story. Yeah, yeah. And that's the whole thing. Like it's it. What if we just had on that last drive, Justin Herbert gets us thirty something yards or whatever it might have been, field goal range, dick or the kicker kicks the game winning field goal, game over. It's a different narrative. It, it's right. The thing is though. Vic Fangio did talk about it and he said, Hey, I got to find a way to stop the run. You know, we did a <laughs> yeah. terrible job against the run. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we were a, almost dang near 50 50, um, you know, for amount of yards passing to yards uh, run. So it was a very even game and you cannot give up 200 plus yards a game on the ground. And by the way, somebody just did say in our chat uh, that Chargers actually just tweeted this. They've downgraded Austin Eckler, Eric Kendricks, and Rump to out to elevate two ahead of the game, um, which is here. Let me yeah. pull this article yeah. up. Yeah, yeah pull it up. up. You can share the so, screen too, if you want. Yep. All yeah. This would be great because, because this is exactly what I wanted to talk about. And actually I remember our, our, our pregame last time it happened right after I did the pregame and I'm like, oh, yeah. crap. I yeah, was like, so, ah, shoot. so I had to shoot another video. So this, this is good that we're talking about this now. So I don't, I don't have to shoot another video guys. That's great. Yep. Here Perfect. you go. Perfect timing. So maybe I will just because I enjoy being on the camera. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, dude. This guy. This guy. All right, here we go. Let me uh, share the screen right now. Boom. Here we go. We're doing it live. We're doing, We're doing it, live. it live. So here you okay. go. We have activated Brevin Allen and safety Dean Marlowe from the practice squad. So we went okay. with a safety on top of adding Brevin Allen once again. Man, he's stoked yeah. getting called up two weeks in a row now. Hey, that's good, um, man. Weird. I, I would have thought they would have brought up Andrew Farmer, but Dean Marlowe is a guy from the Bills. We signed him. Oh, yeah, he's a seven-year player, too. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. So he in coming from James Madison. So that's where Brandon Staley's from. Remember that. He did play under Brandon Staley back then. And no, oh, the right. one thing about Dean Marlowe is that he's basically played in games. So he has field time. He's been on the field. He's not some rookie thrown out there, too. Uh, he was with the a NFC championship team with the Panthers as a rookie, uh, six postseason games, pair of starts. So you're adding a guy who has veteran experience within the league, which is great. Brevin Allen, we've already chatted about him. Obviously he he's kind of a, uh, undrafted free agent guy out of Campbell. He's one of those guys that has great opportunity to be able to do well in this league. Now, once again, he's young in the league, kind of figuring things out. We'll see how much he ends up getting um you know play time wise i mean chris rump being out now Tooley's going to be the guy or at least yep. one of the guys on the side so he's essentially the third brevin allen's going to be the fourth joey bosa might be in this game if they've not put him as out so keep yeah. that in mind guys keep that in mind 
I, I, he will be just like a DeAndre Hopkins. He'll probably suit up and then maybe get the wiggles out, do some stretching. Yep. You know, how does it feel? How does it feel? You know, and, uh, you know, see where he's at, you know, but, uh, but that's great. By the way, again, I, I know that's awesome that Marlowe, uh, we're bringing him in. That's really interesting to me that we brought him in, but, uh, the, I like Brevin Allen a lot. Brevin Allen is a big freaking dude. Yeah. And he's what, 260? Something like uh, that. Yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah. yeah. Big freaking dude. Right. And, uh, he's very fast. So, you know, he went to a small school, you know, that's why people overlooked him specifically. But, uh, anyways, so, Yep. That's interesting. Okay. So we'll monitor that. You know, we'll see if it's, you know, video worthy. I'll probably do some posts for sure on the, on the, on the, you know, Dean, on, on Dean the Marlowe. Page. You know, yeah. it's weird why we brought in Dean Marlowe though, because like, I guess in my scent, where are my heads at? Is he, is Eric Kendricks? And then you put, you know, Brevin Allen, you got an edge guy. Why a safety? You so know? my thought would be on that would be this guys. And in the chat, give me your thoughts on this. We'll probably play more dime. Which yep. is a little weird to say, but if we play more dime, the reason why I think that would be good is you could probably put Derwin James down in the box mm-hmm. next to um, uh, Kenneth Murray. I, well, I was going to say Kenneth Murray. Anyways, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my thinking would be you could make Derwin James be more of an edge rusher or he could spy, um, you know, Henry um, or or just have Kenneth Murray spy Henry and then and then uh Derwin can bounce around and then you could have JT Woods and also um uh Gilman up top and then Marlowe would just be you know the dime safety that they could bring in at some point that's that that would be my my take on it i guess but yeah i don't know what do you guys think in the chat uh i know i got a lot of we got a lot of questions okay so yeah, nothing yeah. A, lot, a lot more questions coming up we're getting some good comments in here right now i'm, I'm keeping an eye on it too so okay, good good so let me uh all right so let me go to aether's first question so but that, that's good information I'll, i'm gonna do some more research on it okay so first question i know tennessee is good against the run uh we'll still run the ball and yeah uh i think we probably well, that's a good question i think we'll probably be more pass heavy this game i would think just because yeah. They got they got a corner out and a safety out like yeah they're going to be exposed right so I think we could you know let's get those gash plays right hey, one thing I was going to say too just about that injury and, and it passed my mind Dayon Henley was not downgraded so okay mm. okay we'll well, see that's a good point they didn't bring up a lot okay, actually we don't even have a linebacker on our practice squad do we do we don't no, we, don't. we don't yeah we so, don't so if, I think they're yeah. going to try to do pregame get him warmed up see how he feels and yeah that'll be yeah, exciting this could, this I would could love be exciting yeah I, that could like the ranger out there baby little, let's go it gives me a little goosebumps thinking about it I'm like i'm excited <laughs> about it let's just play our intro again just because day on yeah yeah day on henley yeah day on henley such a stud dude yeah, uh, awesome. this is a good point right here uh any available defensive or pass rushes signed well guess what kvn is still not signed um, Yeah. Kyle you know, he's still not signed. And, and you know, the, the argument was we want to get young um, and he's 32. Right. So, yeah. yeah, that's not a bad idea. Interesting point here. I piss off a dolphin fan said the Tua gets his cage rattle. He'd be in concussion protocol. You, you know, the interesting thing about that game, he had the ball out in a little over two seconds on average. He, yeah. he, it was out, 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 out. And say what you want to say about our pass rush. It was there. He just got the ball out very quick. So, and he did a good enough job navigating the pocket enough and, you know, 
look, that game, they played perfectly. And they, they look, you got Ronaldo Hill there. You got uh, Vic Fangio. They all know what Brandon Staley is going to do. They picked apart. Clearly, McDaniel was pissed off that they lost to us. Yeah. And they wanted to just annihilate us week one, right? And they yeah. had tons of time to play and figure out what to do. It is what it is. You know, and the thing about it is, is that, you know, that's the right play all the time, in my opinion. Right, Page right out of Tom Brady's book, basically. Two, yeah. sec- two seconds, throw. Two seconds, throw. Two seconds, throw. Just get it out of your hands quick. Like, that's literally what he did. That's the best way to neutralize uh, a, a pass rush. Once again, this week is going to be different because Tannehill's not that guy. He's very much an old-school quarterback, statue kind of yep. guy, stays in the pocket, doesn't run very much at all. Different quarterback for sure, um, in my opinion. So we'll see how we can do how 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 it goes for this game. Yeah, and we got to see what Spiller can do. I agree. Um, you know, I yep. think I think Spiller, you know, needs to show some things. I mean, dude, I it, it's just crazy to me that we're like ignoring the guy. It's odd. I just don't get it. You know, I don't know. Uh, I don't need it. I don't understand either. Is it is it too, too late, late to trade, trade for Derrick Henry? <laughs> it's kind of an odd time. Night before, <laughs> yeah, right right before the game. Yeah, just switch sides. Uh, you got out of your fucking mind. Rashawn Evans is still out there. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's that's um, crazy. What up, guys? By the way, dude, good to see absolutely. you. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so Okay. Yeah, and this is an interesting point, Willie. I know, I know you're a big Horvath fan, right? Offensive, and then the running backs and fullbacks get yardage. Again, I think that's really where, in more system, he would rather have a tight end, essentially doing what a fullback does. Um, a lot of time, and I think part of the reason why that is is because, if you recall, when you go twelve personnel, you have two tight ends on each edge. You have one tight end pulling to the other side. You already have that side covered for the most part, so that guy pulls over. And, and hit another person, maybe another edge rusher, chip somebody, or somebody comes through the line, you could hit that person and seal the, at least the run to the edge or whatever, you know, right. wherever you want to go. So there's arguments both ways about it. Um, but, and I think, I think the size and also the hands is probably the other part of the conversation, uh, you know, with that. So, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I, the thing about it is when you got Donald Parham, Stone Smart, Donald Parham, six eight dude running at some linebacker or whatnot, or a cornerback that's blitzing in safety, whomever. That's a big dude to try to not, you know, get hit by <laughs> by by any means. So smart six four. I believe uh McKitty's about six four too. So I mean yep. it's, they're big guys. Big guys. Yeah. Big guys. And and you gotta remember too, they also can block edge rushers. And the argument is that. You know, fullbacks don't do a good job watching edge rushers typically, right? They're just not yeah. that good at it. Uh, yeah. My thoughts on defense right here, this is this is something that cannot happen again. Um, nope. Clearly, this happened with us. This is what we talked about at the very beginning of this, Larry. So, clearly, you're seeing poor <laughs> – whether recognition or they didn't understand what they were doing. I did have this thought the other day, and I talked uh, – I was talking to a friend of mine about our defense and they're like, man, you guys got gashed. And I said, you know, it kind of hit me that Brandon Staley has a very complicated defense. I think he tends to overthink things sometimes. And maybe what he's doing is overcoaching. Remember when we interviewed Asante Samuel, James? Yeah. He's like, he's a very meticulous guy. He's a very meticulous guy. 
maybe he's just over coaching and micromanaging people a little too much. And maybe that's partially what we're running into. So I don't know, just some, just some thoughts I'm you know, seeing. One of the other things, just pointing out that same slide, there was a first catch that Tyreek Hill had in this game for some odd reason, singled up Khalil Mack to Tyreek Hill and Khalil Mack's like, dude, wait a minute. I'm over here blocking Tyreek Hill. Like I'm, yeah, no. What am I doing Mack. here? What yeah. am I doing yeah, yeah. here? He's looking yeah. around, and then like I think Alohi's like, "No, just stay up there." And he obviously just blew past Khalil Mack and got like a what a fifteen yard catch or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. It's it like, yo, I know it's like beginning of the game, but Tyreek Hill running free is not a good recipe for success nope. by any means. Like, yep. you can't do that. Now, those are the things, the bumps in the road. Try to get those wiggles out in the preseason because these games don't matter. That should not be happening. And so there is little things that I've been watching a little bit more about Brian Staley that we'll see how it continues to progress. But this is a get right game for sure. This has to be a get right game for Brandon Staley. Yeah, he tends to, uh, I think, overthink things a little bit, right? Yeah. If, if I do have a uh, you know an issue with him, it's that. Uh, yep. But again, Thule, what if he uh, emerges as Parsons 2.0? He could be, dude. Take that it. So good. I mean, I mean, he's fast, man. You know, yeah. he's he's fast. Um, and yeah, blue face bull stag. Good job. Hey, don't think I've seen you here before. Good to see you. Uh, hope well. D needs to step big, big up, big time. I think that's going to be ninety percent of this game right here, guys. Yep. I think we're going to score points no matter what. But I don't want to see a shootout. I don't want to see nope. a shootout. Definitely not. And I'll say one thing too. Last year's defense, when we played the Titans late last year, was totally different than this defense. They were pretty banged up and they were they had a lot of twos on the field and everything too. You know, same could be said about us too. But um, at the same side, it was a different defense last year for the Titans during that time of the year. So, yep, um, for sure. We can't base last year that, oh, we won, beat them last year. I mean, the Titans, I think last year, they started out six and one or something like that. And then they ended up just failing for the second half of the season. So, yeah, yeah it was yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, they kind of fell apart. Um, yeah, I mean, you never know. Look, I've, I've said, Pablo, I've said this about Miami. They are a glass cannon. You guys know what a glass cannon is? It's a gamer term, right? It's like <laughs> a wizard or whatever. Some guy that has a shit ton of like DPS that's damage per second, nerd term. Okay. <laughs> nerd alert. <laughs> Uh, hey. nerd alert, nerd alert. Yeah. but but here's my point right like they can score but you lose Tyreek Hill that, that they're done that's it yeah. they're done there's no way that they could recover off of that so you know Tyreek Hill usually wasn't he out a few games last year and then you know the timing was off and yeah like it's a long season right like I think I'll say this about the Dolphins I think a lot of things have to go right for them to go very deep in the playoffs or even make the playoffs again because again, Tua's got concussion problems, Tyreek Hill injury problems. You know, what if what if Waddle goes down? And you could argue, well, these other guys are can step up. Okay, sure, but they're not Tyreek Hill. You know, you lose Hill or you lose, you know, Tua and you're done. They're done. So yeah. yep. Yep, I get it. I get it. I mean, it's that's the thing about that team. I mean, one player could just be destroy your whole season, pretty much. If he goes 100%. down, that's it. Yeah, and again, we've got to be better on, uh, you know, we're going to score, but it's it's going to be very interesting to see how they they play us specifically as yeah. well, too. That's where we um, feel, Cody, that it's going to be on the lines, basically on the D-lines, O-lines for us, pretty much. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah, it's well, it's going to win and lose by the trenches. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, okay. Kellen Moore, and it would be Derek Ainsley that would step up if, if that were to happen. I, I don't foresee anything like that happen. I mean, I think I think the wheels really have to fall off the track for, for that to happen as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and by the way, someone asked uh, earlier, Hoosman, I don't think has been signed anywhere, if yeah. I if I remember correctly. I don't think he's been signed anywhere. Yeah, I think he's still out there. Yep. Yeah, I don't think he is. I'm checking right now, actually, just yeah. to see. Because I, I remember someone brought it up on one of our chats. And by the way, there was a hilarious chat. I, I don't know if it was REM who said it. It was somebody else. And I, I read all these chats and I said, man, I, I, gotta, I wanted to highlight it. I couldn't find it. It was something like, and for their fifth round pick, the Chargers select beers. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I, I was dying. I was like, I could not stop laughing at that. Anyways, I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, I don't think who's uh, been picked up. So I think he's still free agent. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he has been. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, you know, honestly, it's interesting. I Third down is always tough, right? The defense always comes in. And and they have a very different defensive package, right? So typically, if it's like third and long, they can sit on the sticks, you know. And and you know, it's it's very it's very difficult to to get third down done, uh, you know, depending on the distance, right? So you're right. Uh, we do need to get better at that. I think we were what what we were like nine and twenty, or we, we did we convert like forty percent in the last game, and that's pretty good if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I mean. We were pretty solid all around on on third down. So, I I mean, let's keep it going. I think uh, Kellen Moore does a pretty good job of of making sure we get to that third down situation here. I like Pablo's question here. Yep. JC, JC's got to clean it up. I know JC isn't a pitch count, but, man, we want to uh, – to well, at what point do you think he gets pulled for bonehead plays like the PI and running out of the end zone? I'll say this, man, like – I know when I was in the stadium and I saw JC get that pickup, I literally was like, go down, go down, yep. go yep. down. Yep. And he did not go down. I mean, the thing about <laughs> it is like one of the other podcasts talks about it. That he basically kind of golden retriever that, uh, that uh, play golden retrievers. Always, if you know that breed, they're very, very energetic and just overly excited about everything. And he just got really excited about that. And I, I know yeah, he yeah. was thinking, Hey, I'm going to take this 105 yards. For a touchdown, for a for a touchy, that's going to yep. be a tough one to do. A touchy, um, for a yeah, touchy. Yeah. But like, it, it is a thing that I'm viewing it as. J.C. Jackson got a pick. That's his bread and butter as his game. Right. He's being aggressive to try to be able to find a way to make picks, and he got a couple batted passes this game. He's not far off from being that Mister Int guy. Now, I do agree about the pitch count. That's something I'm definitely going to be watching a lot yeah. in this game. I do think he just got the wiggles out. And once again, going back to preseason, get the wiggles out in that time. Get the wiggles out. Yep. Uh, and and uh, get it together. No, he's a quarterback. Uh, he's talked about that many times. He is actually not a defensive coordinator. Well, he's a defensive coordinator, but he's not a defensive. He didn't play defense. Nope. But he looks at it from the view of a quarterback, and that's kind of his thing. Interestingly enough, Kellen Moore was a quarterback, as we know. So they both kind of came together, and that's how they're – you know, focused on, you know, building the defense, yeah. uh, you know, anyways, uh, as far as Staley being in the hot seat, I don't think anytime soon. Right. I think bottom line, I mean, like I said, the wheels really have to follow off the, you know, the track. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, here's another bold prediction by Aether. My bold prediction, defense, five sacks, three turnovers, hold Henry under 105 yards, no touchdown. Mm. So basically you're saying they're yeah. going to get field goals. We're going to have a really, really strong game sacks-wise, and 105 yards on Henry would be good. I think last year he did about 105 yards on us too. So that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad. 100%. 100%. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, I think that really is uh big, okay, here we go. Let's see. Well, it's weird. It almost looked like it duplicated some of these, these questions here. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Hold on just a sec. Uh, you know, I could see, I could see JC Jackson get another, he almost had another one, yeah. you know, you know, when, uh, when, uh, what was the, the, what, the stupid play where he hit the guy, um, he was trying to intercept the ball. And then, then he missed it, and so he pushed him down. And I'm like, man, dude, like, don't do that. Like, there's a guy, let him catch the damn ball at that point. Yep. You know, who cares? Right, right, right. You know, um, golly, dude. Like, he could he could have mossed the defender, which is basically jump over the defender, catch the ball at the high point, and take it away from him. Yeah. Which, yep. You know, the thing is, though, you're seeing glimpses of why we signed J.C. Jackson already. You know, that's the thing. Like, I'm excited, and, and to be honest, if you look at last week's game against the Titans, Tannehill threw a lot of ducks too. And yeah, so there's a very, very good chance we're going to get some picks in this game. It would be exciting to see if it is JC Jackson that gets another one. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. And Rich, yeah, check out, check him uh, check out Rich's uh, podcast as well, too. He is a Broncos fan. Don't, you know, don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. You know, uh, you know, actually, isn't it pronounced Broncos? I think it is pronounced Broncos. I thought I it was donkeys. I don't know. Donkeys. Don't do that. Yeah, but but run stopping is going to be huge, man. I mean, it's going to be big, right? Um, you know, we should see. We should see. I again, we had a lot of injuries last season, a lot of injuries, and we've picked up a lot of guys. We got Gerard Clark on our practice squad. We got a lot of guys that could step up when injuries start occurring. So we should see. Yep. I, I, you know, this is going to be the game that tells us if we do have a run defense or not. Big time. Yep. This is it. Oh, here we go. Here's another one. Uh, and then and then we'll go through these final thoughts. So Ooh, that'd be great. prediction. Joshua Kelly, 27 carries, 146, eight catches, 46 yards, three touchies. Bro, that's a big game for Joshua Kelly. They'd be riding that Ooh. guy pretty hard. I mean, that's that'd be amazing. That's the thing. Like a lot of running backs in the league, well, outside if you watch the Thursday night game with uh DeAndre Swift, he had a heavy workload. Uh, on the ground and what he had 170 something yards or whatever during that game a lot of the a lot of the nfl doesn't really try to ride running backs that hard anymore they tend to just no. play like a one-two kind of situation give this guy 14 to 16 carries each and then they split basically if there's 30 something run plays they split them between two so they generally won't do that and i don't think that they will do that within this game um cool to see if kelly could do that though i mean he's a stud yeah, this is an interesting conversation. Um, I thought about this quite a bit. Uh, it, like I said, the, the wheels would really have to fall off the, the track for that to happen because then easily more could step in as the head coach yep. and he could be the guy for next year. And then you, you have Derek Ainsley right there anyways, and he knows Brandon Staley's defense and easy peasy, lemon squeezy, walk away, you're good to go, right? And to be fair, I actually thought it was kind of funny when we actually got Kellen Moore, I thought, ooh, that could be good or very bad for Brandon Staley is what I thought. So 
Yeah, you know, the, well, the one thing, too, is that we do have an early bye week, and I always feel like teams like to make changes at bye weeks. Um, True. We got a week five bye, basically. I mean, that's kind of where you make your adjustments. Then again, you could be the Colts and decide to put in Jeff Saturday all of a sudden late in the season, and then <laughs> that just doesn't go well. That just doesn't yeah. go well. Oh, my I God. Mean, what a horrible situation that was. Yeah, that wow. was bad. But, I, I, you know, look, I'll say this about this game. Um, this is a critical game for the Chargers. And yeah. why I'm saying yeah. that is not thinking ahead, but I am thinking ahead. The Vikings are 0-2. <laughs> okay. and- <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, you have to think it ahead. Okay. You got to – hey, that the work? sale is in front of you. You got to close the sale in front of you to get to the next sale, right? You know, it's the same thing. The, the Sounds like my dating life. That's right. <laughs> yeah, this guy <laughs> – this guy puts a bunch of stuff on his dating profile, man. Hey, Kay, uh, Kay Adams. That's right. That's right. She's, she's my gal, dude. She's my gal. Kay Adams. <laughs> Hell guy. yeah. Hell yeah. Sign me up. But <laughs> to my point, this game is pretty critical because you don't want to be 0-2 against another 0-2 team next week against the Vikings. Like, yep. right. that's where things get a little bit shaky. Teams get a little bit more desperate because they got to get in the win column. So, this is a big, big game for the Chargers. It is, like I said, this could be a get-right type game for us. You got to show this defense could do something for this one, and I do think they will show out, and it will look a lot better for us. Yeah, and that that brings up Rich's other question: is this you know coverage? I get you're going to see some heavy boxes and probably man on the edges is probably what you'll see. Yep. You know, you'll have one high safety, maybe two high safety, but I do think Derwin will probably blitz more this game. I think Durham will be in the box a lot more, in my opinion, just because I think um, I I do think we'll probably do more dime, and then you know, kind of, especially since our linebackers are banged up. But we'll see, you know, who can actually go, um, you know, go from there. Yeah, yeah. And I did see there's a video of all the charters getting on the bus to get onto the plane. Uh, Joey Bosa was there too, so it's going to be the guys that weren't announced as out. They will be there in uh, Tennessee. So we'll see where they go. I think Rich is is perfectly assessing the difference between a tight end and a fullback. This is why a fullback is a dying yep. product in the NFL, right? Like, what's the point of a fullback? Yeah. Because they, they, they do one thing. Now, where he was good is he was very good at special teams. But we picked up Tanner Muse, who's a linebacker. And, you know, clearly we didn't have a lot of linebackers on the you know team. You know, we do have Neiman and Ogbin Mia. And, um, but again, you know, that's five linebackers on the 53-man squad, right? But two of them are pretty much special teamers. Well, really three, Tanner Muse. Um, but, you know, it's interesting. So, yeah. 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 Most definitely. Okay. So let's see here. Uh Yep, and that's that's exactly correct. And that's that's the that's the problem with that slide was okay, was that just really a bad play call or were they just making a stupid bonehead play or like what happened there? And he's the defensive coordinator. The one thing I will say about Brandon Saley too, is he he took 100% ownership of how bad we got burned. You right. know, that was my fault. That was my fault. That was my fault. So his Friday yeah. after practice interview was the shortest Ooh. answered. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Like so interview one, one word I think answer, the guy that's it yeah I, there's a chance like I mean you look at that two ways it's one he's just ticked off from what happened in that last game two practice sucked <laughs> or three he's just basically going in with a freaking fire like 
plan of how to basically shut down the Titans. Like, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. And now, I don't know. Either which way, I'm excited to be able to see what happens, man. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I do not snowboard. I actually do have a snowboard, but all those places are great. Best snow on earth, folks. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's snowbirds good. Utah is awesome. It's very fluffy. It's very nice. But Pablo, hit me up for sure when you're out here. I'll, I'll uh, take you to some good restaurants. I'll have a good time. Hit me up. That's well, great. actually, come to think of it, I don't even know if I'll be here. I might be down in Arizona. That's at least yeah, my plan yeah. right now. I like I like to snowbird it every winter. Yep. Go fly <laughs> south for the winter. Every yeah, you'll be out here for spring training at that time. That's right. I'll, I'll be playing pickleball with James. We'll be dominating fools. That's right. Show people how it's done. Let's go. Um, okay, we're, we're running to the end here. Uh, so I just want to make sure we, we go through everyone's thoughts here. Oh, here we go. Ryan brought up this. This is a good good thought. Uh, Pro Bowler under Belichick. That, that dude has, uh, does not tolerate dumb football, so why now? Uh, I know Rich Eisen brought it up, and I know um, the Chargers Weekly podcast brought it up as well, too. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Uh, Matt Money Smith talked about it. So, yeah, yeah, and that's the truth. I mean, they they do not tolerate that by any means. I mean, I think J.C. Jackson, even in post game, he kind of talked a little bit about that too, and he just he knew what he did. He knew what yeah. he did, and I mean, just it it'll get right. Don't worry about yeah. it. I mean, I think you know, for all the like the bad that we're talking about him, he's being way harder on himself about it 100%. than than yep. anyone else is so yep. yeah like yep. i mean it's we're, we're really just preaching to the choir on that you know like he he knows what he made mistakes yep. he made he knows. Yeah. he knows um the one thing i haven't talked about my bros second half scoring 10 points in the fourth let's go yeah i mean we did better i mean across the board we were scoring through the entire game and that did yep. not happen with uh joe dumbardi Right. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. And and Rich, enjoy him over there at uh, you know Broncos, uh, Broncos country, dude. He's a freaking dipshit. I, I so, think I want to say they didn't get any third quarter points last week too. Ironically, so let's double check here. Yeah, I want to say actually, that might actually, have been the case, um, which is quite funny. <laughs> and we did get a touchdown in the third quarter for the. We scored on every quarter, by the way, and that's one thing that I really pointed out a lot with Kellen Moore that we scored it every single quarter of the last game too. So uh, let me see here. Let me look. I'm pulling up the Broncos here. I mean, that game, there was only six possessions for each team on that game. And yes, they did not score in the third quarter. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Oh, that's so bad, dude. Yeah. It's just, it's comical. Like he does not, he does not do anything to change the offense at all. And it just keeps going. Yep. What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different yep. result. That's that's Joe Dumbardi right there. Enjoy him, Rich. He's a dipshit. You should be running <laughs> the offense, buddy. So, yeah, man. Yeah, seriously. Uh, okay, cool. Um, all right, I think we're getting pretty close to the end here. Boy, uh, smash the mayo-eaten Titans. Mayo-eaten Titans. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure what that reference is. Yeah, yeah no, I was just thinking that about it. Yeah. yeah. What was that, James? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know what that one's about, but I know they got Tennessee barbecue out there, but that's about it. You know, they got well, James, you were, were going to be out there, but it didn't work out, you know, it didn't so, work out. Uh, yeah. I would have been eating yeah. some, some, some barbecue. I would have been, you know, they got uh hot chicken, Nashville, hot chicken out there. That place Woo! is good. Hattie's Hattie. I'm bees. spicy enough boys. You know that. Hey, here, dude. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's more like? 
Pirates off of our fire Brandon said, look, I, I, Hey, you know, look, at the end of the day, it's early in the season folks. Right. right. I, I, I wouldn't worry too much about any of that. I look, we go Oh, and five. Oh, and Oh, and four. We'll see what happens. Right. But you know, I think a lot of these happen oh. before that. Right. I kind of feel like, I mean, if we did, we'd probably clean house entirely. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, look at this, look at the past couple 11 years that Tom Telesco has been there. Like we've, only had two playoff appearances or, or something like that, you know, like, and I mean, you know, his, his management has not been that great, you know, yeah. under him. Uh, yeah. We've had three coaches. None of them have been great, you know, like, so, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I still like Staley a lot, you know, like, you know, and all that stuff. So like, and I, I think, I think it could be a clean sweep entirely if, if anything. Well, the one thing I will say to, folks like it's very easy to put it on somebody oh it's tom's problem because yeah. he picked people oh it's brandon staley's problem because he picked people there are people there is a ton of people around There's all of lot. them yeah. making decisions right so it's not like one person is it's not like tom telesco is the one guy in the room going okay i want that guy i want that guy i want that right. guy and you know i trade this guy i mean yes he does work the trades it works the contracts that's fine but it's you know Oh, it's, it's a decision by committee, right? Yeah. You know, a lot of people are making decisions. So, uh, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I loved our draft. I thought our draft was absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, I, I give it a hundred percent a plus marks. So we just got to keep getting those drafts like that, especially when we're paying Herbert the way we are. So, right. yep. yep. You know, I, and, and the thing <laughs> is though, the comment that you had too, you know, it was a positive <laughs> comment with all the bolts and everything like that. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm focused on the positive guys. Like yeah. I'm looking ahead and I'm just looking at the positives. And there's a lot of positives from that game, for the Dolphins game. And there's a lot of things that we need to see more positive from this game. And so, I'm I'm ready for this game uh, this weekend too. So, Tomorrow. hey, Bobs, yeah, yeah, you guys can hang out with me anytime you want. I'll show you guys a good time uh, in Utah while I'm here. By the way, I am going to be at the Raiders game. I did buy my ticket. Um, guys, I will say this: if we lose. Someone oh. needs to make sure I don't get the top of SoFi Stadium and just jump off into a swan dive because I swear <laughs> to God, we lose the Ray Turds in our house. Woo! I'm on suicide watch, dude. I swear <laughs> to God, ain't, ain't no yeah. chance. Dude. I think no chance. We haven't so, beat yeah. them. We we've actually beaten them like every single game in our in at SoFi since, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I believe so. I, I think we so, yeah. Well. yeah. So, oh, but I dude, I so. just God. Yeah. Anyways, let's that's let's not get me fun. started. <laughs> select beers. I think that's what it was. I think it was H four. Beers. Yeah. Yeah. Beers. So, oh my yeah. god, it's amazing. It's amazing. No, but seriously, um, yeah. And again, that's huge, folks. Right? It shows that we're making adjustments. We're doing things we need to do. Um, yeah. And by the way, what are we paying? What What is Sean Payton getting paid over there? What twenty million dollars a like year? Eighteen to twenty million or something. A lot of freaking money. guaranteed money, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed money. That is stupid. I'm yep. sorry. I, I think it's that was the dumbest thing I ever heard in my whole life. Rich, but what it, are your thoughts on it? The ironic I mean, thing about it is, is their week one was exactly the same week one results as last year under Nathaniel Hackett. So. Yep. Now, once again, it's week one, but like you did miss a field goal kind of at a 55 yard point um oh. you know you basically had the same outcome pretty much so it's quite funny quite funny okay so th this is the mayonnaise joke thank you cody for explaining i was so confused i was like mayonnaise what 
Will Levis has a mayonnaise contract. Oh, that's right. The mayonnaise guy. The mayonnaise guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's right. right. Oh, that's yeah. So funny. I had I didn't put that together. Okay. Forgot about that. I'm not as I'm not as funny as I think I am. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> uh yeah. Well, isn't he dating that one chick? Uh the skinny uh, uh what's her name? Um the rumor is that he is dating that from from ESPN, right? The uh yeah. what's her name? I can't um, remember her name. Yeah, she Amber hot Heard. though, man. <laughs> what would you say? Amber Heard? No, Amber, no, Amber, Amber Heard. Heard. No way. No, she's, a, she's an actress. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought, I, thought, I thought that's what you guys said. I was like, wait, what? Oh, like, no, no, oh, no. Yeah. What's her name? Oh, my gosh. I saw a video about her. I'm like, oh, my gosh. She is good looking. Bull babes. Yeah, you guys need, you know, anyways, come say hi to us. We're going to be at the tailgate. So it looks like we're pretty good. Uh, who, who needs mayo when you got mustard? I love that. Okay. Um, yeah. And this is a good point. Uh, it's, but it's amazing. Why do we need to keep people under 30? I, like I said, I think we need, we need our defense to be under 20 and we got a freaking expensive defense guys. One of the most expensive defense in the leagues. Why the hell? It's frustrating. It's, you know, I mean, the stat is 19 and four, Justin Herbert's ranking rate. Excuse me. Record is 19 and four when the defense holds teams under 28. So that's a big, big key for us. The track record of recent three games has not been good for us over the 30 mark. Um, So we got to be able to find a way to keep teams under 28. I think our offense could easily score 32, 34. 32 is an odd number, actually. 34 would probably be more probable. So I like it. Get it together. Yeah, that's right. The way it's hurt. Oh, stupid Raiders. The fans are so aggravating. Oh, yeah. Oh. I know. I'm already, I'm already dreading, you know, oh, I only imagine if they're in there like two and one or that. three and oh, or two. Well, oh. what, what is their rate? Yeah, they're Ooh. the fourth week game, right? Yeah. So, yeah. They're yeah, like two week, and one. Before the bye. Three, yeah, you know. We play oh, them no. before the bye. I hate Oof, that. No. I'd hate to be at that game, guys. Sorry oh. for you guys. I'll say a prayer for you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I, my sister's going to be down in LA too. So we're doing some other stuff. So that's a big reason why I came down. So it'd be good anyway. Yeah, so we'll yeah. ooh, say a little prayer for me, guys. Come on. Okay. All right, guys. Um, okay. Oh, here we Last, go. This is good. Okay. Wrap it up. Yeah. Last thought. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. That's right. No glove, no love. All right. So James, you want to give us your thoughts? <laughs> so <laughs> this guy, dude, this guy, man, this guy. I'm going um, to hell, folks. It's, it's official. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to say my last oh. thoughts is bold prediction. I already gave out there. I think Thule's going to have two sacks. Uh, oh, I think that we're going to hold Ryan Tannehill to about 210 yards passing in this game. Ooh, You're going to see damn. a big difference in that side. I think that we will do good against the run. I'm not going to say it's going to be great. I still do think that we'll give up about a hundred yards rushing. But you're going to see a dramatic difference of how aggressive this defense will be. I do feel we will get two picks in this game, or at least two turnovers in that variety, fumble or an interception. Um, I think that Justin Herbert's going to have a phenomenal game this game. I I expect a big, big passing game from him just for the fact that the Titans have so many holes in their backfield. I think they're going to have a field day with the back end of this defense. So. Expect big, big things out of the wide receivers for the team. I mean, I even think Quentin Johnston possibly could get a touchdown in this game too. Yeah, we need we need him to get a touchy. We need a touchy. Yep. 
guys, he looked good out there. I say what yeah. you want to say. He looked really good out there. I thought he looked great. He did. He looked great. Uh, Kyle, you want to go? Or you want me to go? Sure, I'll go. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, um, you know, we didn't talk too much about this, but uh, the Titans' offensive line is pretty below average. So, yeah. like, you know, I feel like. So our defense is gonna like they're gonna be eaten to uh, this week. I feel like so like we're gonna see some a lot of action from Thule, a lot of action from Mac. So I think it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty amazing to see what we can do for this game. And so like I and like like you said like you know Ten Hill's throwing a bunch of ducks or whatever, and it's probably because he's getting a lot of pressures and he's getting a lot of you know the like you know defensive line is penetrating you know so um so I, I feel like you know it's going to be a tough game for them. So like, I, I don't, I don't foresee um, Derek Henry getting many yards like rushing or whatever, because their line is going to crumble. And, mm-hmm. um, and he's so, like, and yeah, so we're going to get a bunch of sacks, a lot of tackles for loss. It's going to be, it's going to be a good game. I'm excited for it. I, you know, I definitely predict the Chargers to win our Madden pr- prediction. What for this week was 38 to 28, I believe it was. Yep. So yeah, like that, that'd be amazing. Let's see that. Hey. 28 Man. point mark again, right? Yeah, that's all God, we need to yeah, get to. But, but our defense needs to do better than that, dude. I yeah, agree. It really on, does. Man. Like, come on, dude. Like, it's just you don't win games in the NFL like that. Like, you, right. especially with the team, you should beat better, right? And so that's that's a problem, dude. Like, there, yeah. there's clearly something's going wrong defensively, right? There's an issue. Uh, yeah. And by the way, what is this Jello shop? Uh, our Jello shop partner, Bull Babes. Were you passing out Jello shots? If you were, let us know where you guys are at. We'll we'll, we'll come by and say what's going on. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was there was one other thought I wanted to say here. Okay, okay, all right. Well, um, look, I'll say this. I, I do like that we brought Marlow up. I think this is good. I think that will tell us that we're probably going to run some more dime defense, which I think is pretty good. Um, I mean, with two two linebackers out potentially, having an additional safety would be a good thing because they may have to start you know bringing some more safeties down. Uh, that would probably mean Derwin James is going to blitz more. But then Brevin Allen, I'm really curious to see. This is the second time we brought him up. I do believe, though, if you bring him up twice, you have to sign him to a contract, if I remember correctly. I know there's some contract. Oh, really? there's, yeah, there's there's some there's something with that. I'll, I'm going to do some more research on it. I'll put, I'll put it on our, our, our page. But I do remember reading something about that off the practice squad. If you keep bringing people up off the practice squad, you have to give them a contract. You can't pay them the same way as you can with a – you know, practice squad, you know, a weekly, you know, paycheck is what they get. But look, my point is, I, I do think this is a bounce back game for the Chargers. The defense is going to be playing pissed. Where I get concerned about that, and I and I will, I will give you another analogy. I have, I play softball quite a bit. We were down uh, on our Thursday game a ton, 24, no, 26 to four. We were getting smoked. Jeez. Like we had three and outs, like three innings in a row. And I'm like, guys, what's going on here? You know? And so all of a sudden we just relaxed and went out, just hit the damn ball, just hit the ball. Don't do too much to it. Yeah. And we, we literally almost came back and won. It was 27 to 28. We almost won wow. bad call by the umpire. Jeez. We should have actually won the game. I was kind of pissed off, but whatever. My point is playing yeah, pissed like off a is a bad game. Idea. You guys weren't playing softball. You were playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, it was a football game. 27 yeah. to 28, man. What yeah, it, it was crazy. But but my point is, like, it's not good to play piss. It is good to play piss, but you need to keep your head on straight, right? And right. You, need, you need to make the right choices. I think we'll be fine. But, again, it's it's going to – we got to stop the run. That's going to be the big question. And, you know, stop, if you don't stop the run, that's, that's pretty demoralizing. So, yep. 
Uh, we, we could see a lot of butt and gut out there, you know, five man front bare fronts, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what they come out with bare front makes sense. Especially if we only have one linebacker out there, like let's say yep. we have one linebacker, we'll go, we'll go bare front and that's easy. Six men in the box. And then that's actually pretty simple. So anyways, yep. I could talk more about that. Wait, wait, uh, bolt babes. You're doing what? Uh, jello shots. Um, Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Well, okay. I'll look out for the jello shots. Um, hit us up. We'll definitely see you guys as well. Um, but let us know, shoot us a message and, uh, and we'll see you guys out there uh, at Thunder Rally. Okay. Um, all righty guys, I guess that's it. Who's hitting the button. I'll do it. You got yeah. the button. Okay. Let's, let's get out of here guys. Good show. Let's yeah, boys. We'll do a post game show after the game too, by the way, guys. That's so right. that's we'll right. Excited for the game. And uh, once again, guys, subscribe to the channel, like the video. We always appreciate the support, guys. Let's get out of here. All right, Bob Rose. Let's go. Let's go.